Welcome to Educator Forever, where we empower teachers to innovate education. Join us each week to hear stories of teachers expanding their impact beyond the classroom and explore ways to reimagine teaching and learning. Blair Peterson is Educator Forever's marketing manager and has a Master's of Arts in Education and a Bachelor of Journalism. While teaching elementary for nine years, Blair took on various side hustles in writing and marketing for businesses, nonprofits, and individuals. When Blair found Educator Forever's Beyond the Classroom course, she realized she could combine her passions and stay where her heart was in education. Through Educator Forever, she was connected to education companies and took on several contract positions and projects. Now at Educator Forever, she enjoys helping with curriculum projects and empowering educators to create the lives and careers of their dreams. Welcome, Blair. So glad to have you here with us. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Well, Blair is an Integral Educator Forever team member and also a former classroom teacher, as are all of us. And so I invited her here today to talk to us all about her journey beyond the classroom and kind of how that started and how that is now. So Blair, if you can start with my very large intro question, I always ask, tell us about your journey as an educator. Yes. So I taught for nine years, second, third, and fourth grade at a few different schools, ranging from a Title I school to a private school. And so this is actually my first year not teaching full-time. And overall, there were so many things I loved about being a teacher. I loved the students. And really, some of the best people I met along the way were, of course, teachers. So the most rewarding part was definitely the relationships. It was really fun to create learning experiences for the kids. I really enjoyed that. But As much as I loved it, I also felt really torn with it. As we talk a lot at Educator Forever, a lot does need to change within the system. And also a lot needed to change just for me personally. And I got to a place where I was really burned out. Somehow I still felt like I was just never doing enough, no matter how hard I worked or how much I tried. I've had a great journey as an educator, but I'm even more excited for this next chapter too. Yes, totally. I absolutely relate. I mean, it's like there are so many things that we love about teaching. And for me too, it's like the kids and the fellow teachers, like my best friends still, many of them are people I met when I was teaching. And also it's completely unsustainable. And I think for many of us, there becomes a point where it's just like a tipping point of like, can I do this forever or what needs to happen to make a change. Exactly. Yeah. And the great thing about working even beyond the classroom is you can still find positions working with awesome people or even educators too. So I've been really fortunate for that and kind of surprised too that like there's so many opportunities out there. Yes, totally. And I think sometimes we only see it the way that we know things, right? Of being like, oh, well, if I leave the classroom, I won't be around other teachers or I won't be able to make a difference with kids. And Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing that I've learned is like just challenging your own thoughts to think about like, is there another way? Like, is there another way? Like, I totally had that thought. Like, is there another way that I could work with teachers and then educator forever? Like, I get to spend (laughs) my days with teachers and it's awesome. And that's something I never would have imagined as a teacher leaving the classroom. But I think there's always many ways of getting to what we want or what we desire. And sometimes we just have to challenge ourselves. Yes. 
So tell us a little bit. I know you started working beyond the classroom while a classroom teacher. And how did you get started? So I really enjoy challenging myself and learning new things and creating things. So after I had a few years of teaching under my belt, I started taking on side hustle projects. And I was doing like anything from writing to marketing for different businesses or nonprofits or even for individuals. And it was all kind of random gigs. One of them was for like a local interior design shop. And another one was like editing a cookbook for like a health and wellness coach in Ireland, like super random. Uh (laughs) And I think I just was doing it because I was doing these things because I really like change and growth. And I, if I was really honest with myself, I couldn't see myself being a classroom teacher forever. Like the thought of choosing one career for life kind of made me feel like I would be like limiting myself or I wouldn't keep growing and evolving. And it really took a while for me to accept that about myself. I didn't necessarily want to operate that way. But like in some ways, it seemed like, oh, things would be so much simpler if I was just happy teaching the same grade at the same school forever. But that wasn't me. And I needed to accept that about myself. I embrace who I really am. I didn't want to always wonder or like have regrets at the end of my life. So yeah, I had these two different worlds going, working as a teacher and then doing side projects. And somehow I stumbled upon Educator Forever. I'm sure I was like Googling things and came upon it. And I just loved the job leads that I was getting through the weekly emails. And I actually got several jobs through those emails. And I was so excited that I was getting to create content and do side work in the education world. It was like the best of both worlds. So Educator Forever really opened my eyes to everything. And so I took the Beyond the Classroom course, got into the network, and one of the job leads that came my way was working on a curriculum development project for Educator Forever, actually doing some graphic design for it. And I thought, oh, I can do this. I just picked up some of these skills needed from some other side jobs I got. So I initially started working on those curriculum development projects with Educator Forever, and that evolved into my marketing position now. And I just feel so fortunate and grateful to be helping educators and to be a part of our team and doing something in education using my skills and still helping teachers. And I really enjoy creating curriculum too. And I just love that I can work from anywhere. So it's really been a dream and I have so much to be grateful for. I know some people that have been on the podcast have said like, Educator Forever changed my life. And it sounds cliche or cheesy or something, but it really is so true. And I'm super thankful. That's so nice. Thank you. I'm so glad. (laughs) I mean, really, truly, it's been a joy to work with you and see your journey and also like, providing that for other people, you know, that I just want teachers to see that we have options, right? And that there are so many things that we can do. And as you kind of dabbled in different things outside of the classroom and trying out, you know, like you described them as these random projects, but it's so cool to see people take those risks and try new things. And I'm curious about through that process, how you kind of got clear on what you're interested in doing and your individual skills. Yeah. So like you said, I was definitely a dabbler. I really think trying things out and taking action is what helped me get clear. I saw what I was good at and what I liked doing. 
I did do some like interior design decorating work and learned that like, oh, that was fun, but that wasn't something I wanted to like pursue as part of a career. So I guess at the heart of any of the things I've done, I've been able to help people and I've been able to be creative. And those are like the two things I love doing. Even if I think about teaching, like the reason I got into it was to really help people. And I know everyone can probably point to an educator in their life who made a difference. And for me, it was like my second grade teacher. Like she was such a difference maker in my life when I was going through a hard time in my childhood. And I think while that was initially I got into teaching, I worried leaving teaching because I was like, will I find something as rewarding or will I feel some sort of emptiness, like something's missing. But I found that helping others in different ways has been just as meaningful and just as rewarding. And so going back to the question about getting clear my skills and interests, my undergrad is in journalism. So I've always liked writing, but I do have to say like the skills I do now on a day-to-day basis are things I've learned over the past like several years when I was a teacher doing side jobs. So much has changed since my college days. And I've had to pick up skills on the way for various side jobs I took on, whether it was like social media, email marketing, graphic design, that type of stuff. And so anyone who's out there, if you're an educator and you like writing or you do want to get involved, know that you can work for ed tech companies or stay in education in some way as a writer. And as a teacher, you really have leverage going from education to these kinds of opportunities because you can really relate authentically to classroom teachers and administrators, or chances are you've been the target audience for their products and services. So I just really encourage teachers to look into that more if you're interested in this type of work. Yes, totally. I love the learning through action. I mean, I think that's so true. And I think as teachers, we're like, really good at that. If we let ourselves do that, because we're always I mean, I remember teaching things being like, I don't really know anything about this. Let me go research (laughs) like right before I teach. And so I think we have those skills. But sometimes again, it's like, this narrow way of thinking of just being like, Oh, well, I'm, I'm a teacher, you know, that's what I'm both like meant to do. And I think sometimes that's like a double edged sword of having this purpose or like passion behind why we do what we do. That it seems like, again, we can't see those other options. Like you're saying, like, you're still able to help people, you're still able to make a big impact, Mm -hmm. and still work in education, just in different ways. But I think it's so hard often to see those skills and those interests too. And also just like have the mental capacity to do it while being a full-time classroom teacher, dealing with all the things we talked about, you know, having the time to just even think about your skills and then take on some work that you're like figuring things out through. So I'd love to hear about kind of how that was for you as a classroom teacher, balancing some part-time side hustles. Yeah. So I think keeping the big picture in mind was really motivating for me. I knew that like putting in the time with some contract or freelance gigs would pay off. And I knew that like I'd pick up skills and keep learning and growing along the way. So I definitely took on more things like in the summers than during the school year. And I carved out space like in my daily schedule, like in the mornings or at night or on the weekends during the school year. And yeah, that was challenging at times. And I wish I could say like I managed it all really well, but... (laughs) I also recognize that like 
I was probably pushing myself too hard at times when I didn't need to. So I would say like, slow down, take care of yourself, be patient. And having a strong support system really makes a difference too. And our Educator Forever community is super supportive and inspiring. And I did find that being part of the network really kept me going. And it was just helpful to know too that like you're not alone. There's also so many great tips and advice within the network too. So I think like ultimately taking care of yourself and having a strong support system will be really helpful as you take on side work. Yes, absolutely. I know I found that sometimes when it was the right side work too, it actually was energizing for me when I was a classroom teacher, because I kind of got some of those things that you were describing of like, hey, I'm developing new skills. Like, I didn't know how to do this before. But this kind of my own professional development that I was creating actually gave me energy. And so instead of thinking about it, sometimes I was like black and white. I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't do anything extra. Like, I'm so tired. <laughs> like sometimes doing something extra actually isn't 100% draining. That's so true. I totally agree. But I also agree about like the balance too, because I think I went in that direction, especially in like the messy middle when I was like, all right, I think I want to leave the classroom. I had done some side projects and like wanted to go full time. But so in that like ramp up, and that's what I see with a lot of people who like are starting to do side work in the classroom, there can sometimes just be a time where it's really hard for a little bit because you're doing both at once. Mm -hmm. And when you're clear on like, hey, I actually want to transition and do this other work full time or something like that, it can be easier to just get through those times where it's like not always going to be super balanced. Right. So you talked about a little bit about the decision to leave the classroom. And I'm wondering if that was kind of a gradual process or if there was a moment where you were like, I have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> kind of both, I would say. I really wanted to be able to work from anywhere. That was like a goal and dream of mine. Like I saw something the other day, like in my phone, I had written down like some goals and it was like in 2019, I wrote like, I want to be able to work from anywhere. And so like getting a taste of that during the pandemic, this kind of like reaffirmed, like someday I'm going to work full time from anywhere. So that was one main goal for me. And then another thing that helped me decide I needed to leave was just how so much needs to change in education overall. The testing culture did not sit well with me and just like the increasing demands on teachers and, and more, of course. So I was just burned out in a lot of ways. And I was just like, this probably isn't the healthiest for me, probably isn't right for me. And it's not really fair to students either, having a burned out teacher. And when that decision time came, I, of course, wanted this full-time job lined up at the perfect time. And I almost like felt uncertain or like defeated when like it wasn't lining up just right. And so I was really tempted to stay another year. But I knew that I was like at this crossroads and I was like, I can either stay and teach forever or I can just take a leap. So I think I just kind of had to trust my intuition and just took the leap. And it's been one of the best decisions I've ever made for sure. Yay, that's awesome. And you talked about how you can work from anywhere, which is totally awesome. And I love seeing you work from different places too. I'm like, oh, where's Blair? And thinking about how your life has changed since leaving the classroom, are there other ways that you've noticed? Yeah. Both either, you know, personally or outside. Yeah, for sure. So much from like the little things to the big things. 
time is a big thing. Like I have time to eat lunch, to take walks during the day. Yes. Uh, So I just have more energy overall and I'm not completely fried at the end of the day. And it sounds kind of silly, but I just still have this sense of excitement when I wake up each day. I'm like, I can work from home. Amazing. Right. Just like the (laughs) idea of it feels freeing. I just don't have this like instant overwhelm or like stress when I wake up anymore. So that's good. And I take way better care of myself now, whether it's like reading for fun or like going to yoga. And like you mentioned, I just the freedom to work from anywhere. I've been fortunate to get to travel and work from wherever. And I felt so limited before by like the traditional school year. And I would have to like leave trips early to get back to teach and like breaks and stuff. So um, that's been great. And then like a bigger thing too that's changed for me is just like carving out a new identity for myself. It's really like hard for teachers to leave their teacher identity behind. And that's kind of what makes it so hard to leave the classroom in some ways. Like you feel like you're losing this big part of yourself. And I think that's all about a mindset shift too. So just knowing that like I'm still in education, I'm still helping people even though I'm not working in the classroom that's been a game changer for me. Yes, that's awesome. And then thinking about how you've changed, or I don't know if that's the right word necessarily, but like how you've grown professionally or personally since leaving the classroom, like have you learned anything about yourself through that process? Yeah, so much. I really feel like I've been on this like journey of self-discovery and growth and remembering who I am. It's like crazy. Like I can actually like, focus on myself now that I've left. And I've just learned the importance of taking action to create the life that you want. And even sometimes you might have to like ask for what you want, go after it. So I've really learned to like step into my own to like, honor my skills and my self worth. And I'm continuing to learn not to like fall back into unhealthy patterns that I had when I was like teaching and overworking and things like that. But yeah, another big lesson has just been like learning to let go of what's kind of out of alignment with you, like what's keeping you small or holding you back or not truly serving you. And it's been a great lesson just learning to honor yourself and take care of yourself. Because if you're not doing that, you're not really able to shine your light or help anyone. Absolutely. Yes, I completely agree with the being out of alignment part or in alignment part for sure. And I think as teachers, like everything is often out of alignment. (laughs) What we need. (laughs) So sometimes it's like such a foreign practice. But I think working beyond the classroom, like you can choose and it's a continual process Mm -hmm. of like what's working for you, what's not working for you. And that's something that we are all working on. And I think part of it for me, it was just like learning what to let go of rather than like being in this mindset of being a teacher, doing part-time work, you know, like, and being like, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that. And then coming a time where it was like too much. So some things had to be let go of. And I think that's like definitely been something that I've learned over time. Just like, it's okay to let things go too. Right. It's okay to move on and develop. And sometimes you need to in order to move on to that next step. Right. And I've always found that like letting go of something actually creates space for something better or something else to come along the way. And so like, even though it's really scary to like make that decision, it's like going to be worth it. Absolutely. 
I found that too. And sometimes it's still, I have to tell myself that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. I'm like, oh yeah. And then it always is true. Like you can't do it all. And so you really do need to choose what feels aligned to what you want to do and what works for your life right now. Mm-hmm. So last question, thinking about other teachers who are looking to move beyond the classroom. Do you have any advice that you would give them? Yes. Gosh, I've learned so much along the way. If anyone can learn from my pain points or obstacles, <laughs> I I could probably write a book about it. So I guess just like overarching advice, I would just say you're not alone. And we hear that all the time, but you're never stuck no matter how much you think you are. Like there is another way. So like make sure like we were talking about to give yourself support from yourself and from people around you from a supportive community, even like Educator Forever. And then a couple other things come to mind too. I heard this recently and I just think it's so true. New beginnings require a new mindset. So getting your mind right so you don't fall back into old patterns is super important. And that doesn't mean to like deny the struggles or like the realities of situations, but try to control your mind as much as you can and redirect your thoughts. So like if you're feeling stuck or like in a negative pattern, just telling yourself what you're grateful for or writing down positive qualities or skills you have or saying affirmations, like whatever you need to do to get into a better mindset, a better space would pay off so much. Like I think when we like make those shifts internally, that's when everything really changes. So try to get out of your own way. And go with the flow so you're open and like lean into trust and faith and hope as much as possible. And then like we were talking about letting go of something to make room for more. I think releasing the old kind of clears the path for what's ahead and just remembering to be patient and trust that. And so like if you're like not sure, I think like a few things to keep in mind are like get clear about what you really want Get clear about what you need to release and like what steps you need to take to get to where you want. So even like thinking about like what you want in your next position, can you get clear about what that looks like? What What's the environment like? What are the people you work with like? Or what do you want them to be like? What kind of flexibility do you want? How do you want to feel? And then when opportunities come your way, you'll know if you're like a yes for it. Because it can be really tempting to take what comes your way when you're feeling like limited or fear or in lack. So if you like stay the course and trust, you'll know if it's like meant for you. When I left the classroom, a lot of fears or like the lacking mindset came up right away. And I got these couple opportunities right off the bat. And I said yes to them. And ultimately, I knew like they weren't supposed to be for me. And so that was kind of painful to learn that. But it was definitely a great learning lesson about like following your intuition and honoring your intuition. So I think your career is really a journey and there's lots of winding paths. So just taking one step at a time and often you can only see how they all connected when you're looking back. And there will be like rejection along the way, but try to like reframe that as redirection as much as you can. So yeah, just trusting your path and believing that each step leads you to where you're meant to be. That's great advice. Absolutely. And I think that that windy path is necessary. Right. You know, sometimes we have, it's not going to be like 
we get our dream situation tomorrow. Right. <laughs> you know, because I think like you're saying, like we have to allow ourselves to dream of what that situation would be and get clear on what we really want. And then it's kind of like a trial and error sometime of like, is it this thing? And then through that experience, you're like, oh, it's not this thing. And now I'm adding to my like dream list, these three things or whatever it is. And sometimes we can't even build that complete vision unless we go through things that aren't aligned. And so I think too, like it is often a windy path, but I totally agree that we have to do it, you know, to get to where we want to be. And also that's like, that personal development along the way of reframing rejection or trying new things or getting okay with saying you don't want to do something, you know, all these growing edges that we might have. Yeah, I love how you phrase that trial and error. I think that's how I would describe my career so far. <laughs> <laughs> Total. I mean, I would describe my life that way. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, like maybe this thing, like maybe not. <laughs> but I think it's like that when you feel like that, that is like true agency over your life, right? Of being not afraid to make a mistake or try something else because you know you can always change directions and find something that feels better. So true. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Blair. It's always great talking with you. And we appreciate you sharing about your wonderful journey beyond the classroom. Thank you. Want to figure out your next step as an educator? Watch our free on-demand workshop and embrace a career pathway that works for you. Go to educatorforever.com slash workshop. You'll get introduced to the many options for flexible, rewarding work beyond the classroom and make a plan for landing jobs.